Hey, Dion. <clears throat> oh, it's a. Uh... It's smoky here. Is it smoky down there? Are you getting the wildfire stuff? Yes. Oh man, it's 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 bad. I don't, I don't know if you heard about Oregon, but uh, it's it's burning down. Yeah, mm. and uh, we're getting all the smoke from both you guys and Washington and California. Huh. Well, um, my sincerest apology for sending our smoke down to you um, as we burn. Uh, Please accept it. But it's uh, if I sound a little gravelly, if I sound a little bit like what was it, Har- Harvey Fires something, what was that guy's name? Uh, Who are you talking about? Uh, the, the guy with the very gravelly voice, that like the 90s actor. Uh, John, John Candy. Har- no, it's a Harvey Fire. Harvey uh, Firestein. There we go. Weinstein. No, no, not Weinstein. Not Weinstein. Harvey Firestein. You'd know who I'm talking about if you saw him. I'm looking at him now. Um, He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't remember that. I only saw that movie once when I had to. Uh, Anyway, uh, look look him up. Look him up. Nah, I'd prefer Very gravelly voice. Uh, Wolfman Jack. I I don't want to sound like Wolfman Jack. How about this? Is that a better... gravelly voiced reference sure b arthur yeah b arthur that's that uh, that would be the one i would emulate if if there was ever a voice out there to emulate it would either be b arthur or um later in years lucille ball yes yes uh what is that like uh she had so many shows but there was one in particular probably her last uh, run of the show that she just sounded um she always reminds me of like a truck stop waitress yeah you know just very all those unfiltered camels yeah that ronald right. reagan said Pal- were good yeah. for you the paul malls the unfiltered mm. paul malls yes yes uh before we knew it we don't really yeah whatever but yeah if i if i sound bad also it's giving me like uh like uh foggy my head's foggy. I'm a little slow on the update. So yeah. also try not that's, to take advantage of that. That's the sinus thing. I get that all the time. It's just foggy, not there. I forget things easily. It just can't stay focused. Just, no focus. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, and it's aggravating. I aggravate myself. I think I'll throw mm. a cigar on the top of it, you know. Right, right, I mean, right. Well, Because there's already smoke out there already. And I, I mean... It's about controlling your environment. Yeah. It's about controlling your environment. If I'm going to smell smoke, it's going to be a fine boutique cigar smoke. It's not going to be somebody's RCA television from the outskirts of town or, or their 95 Buick Regal that they had parked in their barn. It's not going to be that smoke I'm smelling. So it's I wonder be something nice. Yeah, I wonder if I went downtown with this cigar right now as it is when you can't see it's the the entire town is blanketed. If I went downtown right now and I walked by Karen and I was smoking my cigar. I wonder if she would immediately start waving her hand in front of her face and coughing. <laughs> There's only one way to find out is all yeah. I'm going to say about that, but I'm sure because uh, it's yeah. I, I, if you're asking me a straight question, my straight answer is yes, you will upset Karen. I will. F- yes. 
and um, she will ask to speak to the manager of that particular street, and you will be spoken to in turn. Yeah. You will probably be asked to leave, although you'll be on the move, and you probably will have left by then, by I'll sheer just, definition. I could just send her over to the controlling hobo that sits on the corner. <laughs> and we have, they we have one of those. Him. He likes to direct traffic on the corner yeah. downtown. Yeah. And by it's, direct traffic, I mean yell at it. It's his Usually gig. vulgarities. His yes. gig. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure he lives somewhere. Because he just, he doesn't look like a hobo. He looks kind of well-fed, you know, not a heavy guy, but not, you know, mm-hmm. not not wasting away. And he has a different outfit every time I see him. Yeah. And uh, there's just a, there's just an air of he probably sleeps indoors. You know, right. there's that haughty air of yeah, people that sleep inside. That haughty shelter air. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing fine for himself hey, you know let me let me i just took a deep breath and nothing went in my lungs he's but good that crazy kid he'll be just fine he'll be fine he'll he'll probably wind up writing memoirs in about a decade from now and it'll be a new york times bestseller and um you know he'll, he'll die in the suburbs with a couple of beamers in his garage and a younger wife and uh wait is that bukowski yeah and he'll have a pristine bedroom and bed that's never been slept in and you go into his garage mm-hmm. and there'll be a sleeping bag on the floor uh, and, a, and a refrigerator box like a little igloo box yeah just you know it's kind of with wine in it yeah yeah well, you know life is life but so so, so i wanted to touch, i wanted to touch on something real quick and this is a direct from my own uh, conceivable later on down the road memoirs. So I had, uh, you know, it would be great if I was to breathe and I would feel air in my lungs, but um, that might come later this week. But uh, so, so I had a, a special lady friend over, uh, what was it, like a few days ago, and we made dinner. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> made dinner together. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't want to lose focus. It, w- it was lovely whatever it was that we made. But while we're cooking it, she looks at me and goes, why do you have a bag of garbage in the sink? Whoa. I would have asked the same question. Okay. Okay. And first of all, it does not live there. While I'm fooding, while I'm preparing, I keep a small kind of like a produce section bag. of So, so, Here's the thing, and what she didn't understand, and I know you will, there's a difference between trash and garbage. Trash is gross. Garbage is more like litter. Garbage goes directly into the garbage can. It could be food packaging, uh, general packaging, dry stuff. Trash, in my uh, personal vernacular if you will it's the gross stuff it's the stuff you don't want sitting in your trash can for like a week and it it goes in a smaller thing it gets tied up and it gets put outside in the bin in the outside receptacle that must be an east coast thing uh i don't i don't recognize that i i perceive trash and garbage as one thing in fact if anything Mm. 
if anything, garbage is like the thing that I don't want around. I mean, if there's garbage in the house. Well, may, well, maybe I got that wrong. Maybe I got that wrong. But there's like a wet. Okay, so I, I, I happen to have pulled up a tab over here on my Google machine. And uh, let's see, rubbish. Well, that's just, that only flies if you're British. Mm-hmm. Uh, garbage, trash. Uh, Americans throw away garbage and trash. So garbage is used for waste from the kitchen. Wet waste. Okay, you're right. So garbage is the gross one. That's Oscar the Grouch stuff. Mm-hmm. That's banana peels. You know, although although banana peels. Do you compost? No, we used to compost, but it it just it it, it just never works out. And now I'm on my way out of the compost scene. This is a little lateral to what we're discussing, but if anybody wants a compost bin, hit me up. You haul. Don't bother me with when you're going to be here and not just make it gone one day. You know, I'm not going to help you load it up, but composting is just the biggest waste of time and energy Dion, that that I've ever engaged in, and I've engaged in a ton. It's been a couple of years now, me and my compost bin. Yeah, you got to keep it full. You got to keep going out there and turning it every once in a while. You got to you got to give it the rotation. You got to let it ferment. You got to let it do its thing. It's it's awful. It's disgusting. Gross. It's gross. It does not cover what's going on. Right. In my compost bin. And the worse it gets, I have to uh, tell myself, oh, this is coming along nicely. This is my desired effect. Or, yeah, better yet, you walk out there and you just you just inhale that that incredible nastiness, that funk. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to put these things in the garden of the vegetables that I'm that going I'm go- to eat. Exactly. Exactly. If by some strange twist of fate, I actually was able to someday grow something I could eat. Uh, it, it, it's it's horrible. So a- anyway, so garbage, according to this, uh, this site, speak, speak, uh, garbage is used for waste from the kitchen, wet waste, trash. I had it backwards. I apologize. I just like to keep them separate. I don't really put labels on things. That's not true. Trash is things like paper and packaging, quote unquote, dry materials. So to, to me, there's that's a thing, though. So I have a little bit of garbage, say, from putting together dinner and it's not compostable. It's not packaging. I don't want it to sit in my tall kitchen garbage bin, whatever the fuck. I'm getting confused here. Yeah. But, you know, the, it, it, there's a cause for for separation, I mm-hmm. feel. I just don't want that stuff marinating in its own juices until I take it outside like Thursday. So when I, when I'm doing like, I guess for lack of better words, prep work, right? If I got to peel a carrot or a potato, or if I'm chopping things that have stems on it that I don't want, um, I always have kind of like you all have like uh, one of the bags that I got from, you know, the grocery store and I'll have it there because I don't like throwing things into the sink because then, you know, you're just waiting and it's sitting there. You put it in the incinerator. Yeah. You're making more for problems right. sticking to the side of the sink. I don't like that, you know, or you're like, okay, well, I don't have a bag on the counter while I'm doing prep work. And now I got to go back and forth to the trash. It's like, okay, onion peels. I got to walk them over real slow. So they don't fly out of my hand onto the, uh, onto the floor. You're, yeah. So, yeah. All my prep work, you know, done by the sink. I got the bag, not necessarily in in the sink, right? Because it could be a paper bag. 
Uh, and when I'm done chopping, you know, the ends of the onions go off, boom, goes in the bag. You know, the ends of the uh, broccoli, boom, in the bag. Ends mm. of, the, you know, the carrots, the peelings, boom, in the bag. And then when I'm done, now all I got to do is take it outside and throw it away. You know, now I, I'm right. not cleaning. You know, I, I, I'm very, I, I'm very regimented. I got to have like everything's got to be in place. Got to be steps. I clean as I go. I do that too. So, that's I one do of the that things. Too, yeah. it, it's something from having worked in restaurants, I guess. Clean as you go is a huge thing. But uh, yeah, so uh, I explained it to her. And, it, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, she's, she, well, why don't you compost it all? But there still is stuff that you don't want to put in a compost, that you don't want to put down your, um, your uh, what is it called? The garbage disposal. Because yeah. like onion skins, you don't want to put onion skins down there. No. That's not good for it. Uh, well, co- coffee, so I've heard coffee that, grinds, right? I don't know. So yeah. I've heard that. I, okay, so I've heard. Oh, you can't put onion skins down there. It's bad for the uh, for 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 the uh, the instinctorator. Oh, you can't do uh, coffee grounds, and then oh, you can't do this. You can't do eggshells. So what skin. can you do? Why do I have exactly. this exactly? Why do I have it? Why can't I put things down here where it fucking grinds it up? You look at it. I mean, you stick your hand in there. It's probably not good for your hand. So, mm. I mean, it, what you think it could do to your hand, why couldn't it take a delicate little onion skin? I'll tell you what the going uh, theory is. It's just that it doesn't quite get it. They're so papery, it doesn't quite get it. And, and eventually, stuff that it doesn't quite get gets built up. And then you're, you're, you're not uh, optimally performing. No. I don't care. I'm going to keep stuffing stuff down the incinerator until eventually it all goes away. Because you know what? The new stuff now, that goes into the incinerator will take the old stuff away. Incinerator so is yeah. interesting. You say incinerator. I say garbage disposal. Is incinerator, like is garbage disposal another one of my East Coast things? No, I think an incinerator is just a brand. Of oh, so it's like disposal. Vaseline. Right. It's like Vaseline petroleum jelly. So, so hear me out. Look at it this way, right? So... If there are by some, you know, crazy situation that I put some onions in there, and there might be some onion skins. You know, every time I'll look down there and I'll look, it always looks clean. It doesn't look like anything is sticking to anything in there, right? But if there is a chance that something did not get ground up, did not go where it's supposed to go. By the way, I don't know where it goes because water goes down the drain over here, and then you got the incinerator. Are they two different, you know, separate pipes? Does it go in the sewage? I don't know. But anyway, it's it's magic. I think we could agree. It's well, magic. that's what I'm thinking. So, okay, I figure if it doesn't get it all the first time, whatever I put in there the next time, like the next day or two days later is going to take care of the problem from the previous day. So even like, mm. I mean, like if it starts, you know, getting a little a ripe smelling, you can always like chop up a, a, a lemon or like if I'm using a I lemon or a lime s- or something like that. I, I, I was going to recommend down that. There. Yeah. Uh, it, that's beautiful. And it that's works. a holiday. Right. Any it kind works. of citrus. Yeah. Lemony fresh. So I don't have a problem with putting anything down the garbage disposal other than like, say, a fork or a knife. I mean, other than that, everything, everything is fair game, in my opinion. I mean, other, you know, like a is bone the, or something. Is there a worse kitchen experience than starting up your incinerator, your garbage disposal, and not realizing there's like a fork in there? That oh, sound, yeah. it, it, it's, it, I have a bad startle reflex. I'm, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm a high strung fella. That gets me every time. 
it's yeah, it's horrifying. pretty jarring. Yeah, it, it, it it really messes really up my my flow. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it takes some time to recover from that yeah. kind of a thing. I'm very yeah. careful with that. But uh, yeah, so so I guess you know, how about this? If you do compost like I try to do, and that you gave up on, and that I'm honestly, like I said, giving up on. If you compost and if you use your uh, your garbage disposal, maybe you don't need that uh, that wet garbage bag. You could just have your trash, your rubbish. I don't know why somebody hasn't. Say. Well, yeah, but so here's a great invention. Why hasn't somebody ever come up with the garbage disposal, but it has like a separate pipe. It grinds it up for you. It makes this wet stuff, but then boom, it shoots it right out to the other side of the wall, the house, right into the compost bin. <laughs> and it's already started the process for you, right? That's interesting. That's it. That's like how the Jetsons yeah. would do it. Yeah. That's they send everything out into space. They're, they're, they're huge. Uh, what do you call it? They, they're, 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 they're galaxy litterers. They litter the galaxy. Right. Flotsam right. and Jetsam. Now it, litter, litter, litter is again, different uh, as I'm thinking about it because litter is kind of like public rubbish. Like a piece here, a napkin there, right, a bag right, there. Right. A pamphlet somebody handed you, somebody's business card, yeah. you know, like litter, a, a candy gyp- bar yeah, wrapper. A gypsy headscarf. Right, right. Uh, the, the, the stray uh, tarot card, tarot, tarot card. And uh, maybe the glove that flew out of the back of somebody's truck just, or a hat or a sweater. What this all smacks of to me is people. Uh, First of all, I'm going to say most other uh, countries, their peoples speak more than one language. So understanding that, understanding that, I'm always a little perplexed by English speakers here in America saying they want to expand their language and they want to learn Spanish. They want to learn Italian. That's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. But I wonder how many people actually speak English to their utmost potential or to its utmost potential. In other words, before you see the world, see America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, like, it, the language we have. I mean, we have how many different words have we went over for garbage? Yeah. Well, the other thing is all the, the social media and the spell correct it's 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 just butchering our language. Uh, we're, know, we're, we're gonna go back to caveman times here. I, I guarantee you in like twenty years where it's just gonna be grunts and clicks and points because nobody's gonna know how to speak properly anymore. Yeah. Well there's it's gonna be emojis is what yeah. it's gonna be. Everything is gonna be related via yeah. an emoji. That's the and, new grunt. The sad face, the happy face, the, uh, the inquisitive. Is, is it a happy grunt or a sad grunt, or is it right, or is it a quizzical grunt? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did Did you see? I can't remember the name of the account on Instagram. I'm barely on there, but there's somebody on Instagram that reviews cigars with only emojis. Oh. And while that seems like a novel idea, and it probably is, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. At the same point. The bare minimum. 
no effort whatsoever. Right. And and we all know that I'm not a big fan of effort, but you got to give it a little, mm-hmm. you know, you got to give language a little bit. You can't, you can't, you can't be in anywhere near the sphere of uh, James Suckling or her, how you refer to him. Of course, your good friend, Jimmy, Jimmy, right. You can't be anywhere tickling what he does in any way, shape or form and do it with emojis does, does he does he do emojis does he do like thumbs up or thumbs down for for wine reviews that's interesting did because, he switch because really at the, did. at the i don't think not yet but think of it you just blew my mind a little bit here dion because think of uh, uh siskel and ebert yeah thumbs up that was a thumbs up thumbs, thumbs down. down that's emoji right. ratings but that's ratings not reviews and that's where people get confused so There's but that's a what i like between ratings and reviews yeah. Well, yeah, it goes back to the Roman days, right? Either, either kill him, thumbs down, or thumbs up, let him live. I mean, actually, like I, I, I once heard that it that was a misunderstanding of it. That it, it probably wasn't, is. It wasn't thumbs down to kill him. I think it was actually thumbs up to kill them. I'm not yeah. looking at anything now, and that like a like meaning, yes, thumb. yeah, right, like go up his sternum with your you know sword, right, right. You through his sternum and up through his neck <laughs> and his his head. I, that's probably what that right. Means. Like, Split him in two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cleave him as they would probably say, but not really because that's not their language. But they uh, don't cleave. Cleaving that, came a lot a, a lot further down the line. Right, it, it, it was it was that like uh, it was like King Arthur stuff, wasn't it? Probably a good cleaving, yeah, a good public cleaving. They used to also quarter people, like hind and quarter them, or uh, yeah, we disembowel. Li- yeah, for uh, all the eagle thing where they like rip your chest cavity open and pull your lungs out while you're watching. I'm getting dizzy thinking of it. Yeah, we live. What I'm saying is, is we live in not the worst times. Well, it's not, it's not the best times. It's relative, right? It's 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 relative. It's not the best times, but it's uh, it, it, there's been worse times. You might even say we've never really had good times, other than for a little bit of time. That television show was nice. Remember the Good Times show? Yeah, so, that one or um, Captain Kangaroo. I love that show. I never kid. got into Captain Kangaroo. It was just a little before my time. I don't know if we yeah. ever covered uh, you we and did. I. How we creepy! We, uh, I thought we that. Did. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mr. Rogers, all-time yeah. creepy. Uh, oh, and sp- speaking of Mr. Rogers type stuff, uh, I went and re-upped my Comcast uh, thing. You know, my yearly thing was up, and you know, it was the introductory rate, so they raped me essentially. But uh, they did give me a little smart box that I could use, and I now have by kind of like a Frankenstein smart tv where i can watch my hulu my netflix my youtube up on the big screen tv in the living room which i hadn't had on for years and uh snack tray been running on the loop bob ross because he he says he likes the chill he says he likes the chill vibe it it makes the house nice you want to completely disconnect and separate yourself from the kookiness just put on Bob Ross. He's got such a nice, mild manner. The voice, happy little cloud, uh, little little happy little bird over here. There's no, yeah. uh, you know, there's no. He's, he's got it all. I love it. And, and and something we talked about previously 
pitchmen. How about, Dion, brace yourself. Bob Ross is the all-time best pitchman in TV history because he didn't get paid for those shows. There was like something like hundreds, like maybe 400 episodes. Never got paid for those. Really? Yeah. He did. He donate it all? No, 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 no. He did those to publicize himself. And with that, his, uh, his workshops and his art products, his so supplies. He was, promoting, he was promoting the awareness of Bob Ross, too. Yes. Yes. Now, that qualifies him as, if not the pitch man, a pitch man, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky. Sneaky. So when you're watching that, when you're chilling out like my 10-year-old, and by the way, why does my 10-year-old need to chill out? I don't know. Is that something I need to evaluate? I don't know. Anyway, so he again, he didn't get paid for those shows. He made his money off of the popularity of himself from those shows to sell art supplies and workshops. Yeah. That's brilliant. But don't you think he could have negotiated a little something after like 200 episodes in? Well, I don't know. How, he how, was about, on, how about you give me no, a little something? No, he was on PBS. public television. He was on public television back then. Probably uh, there were very few, if any, people that got paid on public television. This is true, too, because that's back in the day of public. It's, it's, it was probably just this side of public access. You, you know, the, he, he might have just been glad he didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Like he would have public access kind oh, of stuff. What a, so what a racket back then to be in, right? To be in a you know, public broadcasting where you, you go to all the actors it's like, and you, and you're getting millions of dollars from the government and you go to your actor, you go to the people that are, <laughs> Oh, you know, we're publicly funded. It's really difficult for us to pay you guys. Um, we can talk about it next year because we got some really, really good benefactors on the, right. on, on the line. Hey, you know, maybe, just, maybe that old guy will die. I understand yeah. Yeah. You know, and we can create the such and such foundation for them, right? But, you, you know, so all the while, the people on the board, they're making six figures, they're popping bottles, they're uh, flying all over the place, and and everybody, like everybody in the electric company in Sesame Street, and Bob Ross, and all these guys, they're all working for nothing, peanuts. And in the not, middle of their shows, peanut. in the middle of their shows, they still have commercials. Yeah. GE? Yeah. I remember GE mm. in the middle of 321 contact. Right. So there's all these subliminal advertisements right. in there. Right, right. But but advertisements somebody's making the money. You know, it's not like it's not a 30-minute spot with Bob Euchre telling you to buy Miller Lite or whatever he was hawking. But it is still a commercial. They're collecting that money from these massive corporations. But they're pleading poverty, waiting for some rich old guy to die, so yeah. they so he could bequeath them or something, and they and, they'd throw it on the pile, you know, throw it on the pile, and uh, the pile that they're they're drinking their champagne, they're smoking their fat cigars, yeah. and they're Feet rolling the around table. naked in their in their pit of gold coins. Yeah, that's NPR for you. Laying back, PBS. Well, it's NPR too. Fuck them too. Fingers crossed behind their head, cigar in their mouth, laughing hysterically. Top hats, monocles, the whole yeah. nine yards. 
like uh, in that one movie, um, The Hudsucker Proxy. Never heard of it. Uh, you've never watched The Hudsucker Proxy? Never heard of it. It's great. Great movie. Paul Newman is in it. Paul Newman, it's... he's our finest looking Jew. Hmm. Well, there you have it. You know who else is a good looking Jew? John Stewart. He's aging quite well. I thought you were going to say Ben Stiller. No, he's aging like a monkey. He's looking more and more like a monkey every day. Hmm. Oh, you, you know what? Before I forget, Dion, I wanted to say something. <clears throat> Powered by Illusione Cigars, uh, this is the unofficial and unauthorized Dis Illusione D program podcast. Thanks, gentlepersons, for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to Tablets Radio wherever you are currently listening. Also visit K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. I am Caputz Media. Of course, with me is my co-host, Dion Giolito, owner of Illusione Cigars. Illusione Cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. Find out more at IllusioneCigars.com. Mm. There you go. There, yeah, I'm done here. So, so it was, it was, people are uh, realizing a couple of things. I'm, I'm getting, I, I got a lot of uh, correspondence the last week or so. People, I, I had one say, uh, if if Dion doesn't like what you're doing with the with with the intro, whatever happened to his ads? What, what uh, happened to Dion's ads? So somebody called you on that for me. I didn't even do the think ad. of that. You got to do that ad. Do the ad. All right. Guaranteed next time I'm going to have an ad. I'll have an ad up. It'll be going. It'll be in the can. It'll be ready. Press play, sit back, and it'll be awesome. Audio magic. Audio magic. So interesting what happened. And and, and something else, I had a couple of different people, a pair of different people, to be perfectly clear and open-handed about it, suggest show topics. One I'm going to touch on real quick. It was pajamas. We kind of covered it already. Look kinda for did it somewhere. Kind of did that. Maybe that I wasn't clear if they wanted us to go deeper into it. I'm not even clear if we want to go down this road because it feels structured and structure makes me cringe. And, and, and I'm worried now that I mentioned this, I'm going to get more. Uh, I can't wear the pajamas, not even the silken pajamas. Can't wear them. Oh wait, we just we're going there. Silk. We're not going. We're not going there. We're not going uh, there. We don't. I, I just, you know, the visual now with the silk pajamas. I'm gonna have to cleanse. Wear. I'm gonna have to cleanse my palate. That was a little jarring. Well, what were those pajamas that like uh, Rock Hudson and all those guys and you know the rat? What did they? What did they all wear? They were like the full suit with the piping on the collars. They looked silk. Maybe they were satin. They were probably sateen, sateen, sateen. Yeah. perhaps that sounds like something maybe like, you know, they would have between paychecks. Sounds a, but, you know, again, you're you're right. This sounds vaguely familiar to something we did some other time. Some some number of months ago. I don't know. But another thing somebody said was talk about pickles and uh, pickles. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, Love I, the pickle. I didn't realize I have feelings about pickles. The, I, I have big feelings about pickles, not to mention pickles was my first pet. Like, okay, so are we talking about pickles as in pickles proper, a pickled pickle? 
or a pickled a cucumber? Pickled are we cucumber. Talking about, yes. But, are we but talking, I'm talking about a seal point Siamese cat. Pickles was yeah, my first not, pet. That's not a pickle. Or are we are we talking about pickled items, pickled goods, like pickling? Now I didn't name this cat. She came to me with the name Pickles. Um I made friends with pickles at my nursery school that I was attending when I was of that age and pickles lived in the nursery school, but pickles hated everyone and pickles was scratching people there and they had to get rid of pickles and pickles loved me. So they, so they called my dad and said, Hey, this is what's going on. Could you take pickles? And my dad said, yeah, I'll take pickles, which to this day surprises me. And pickles arrived at my Brooklyn apartment one afternoon, one early evening, uh, in a cage, like a little plastic pet carrier, yowling and screaming. And the woman who delivered him to our apartment was wearing an oven mitt. And when she opened the gate, the door of this travel, uh, this pet carrier, pickles jet it out, but jet it back real quick to bite her and scratch her through the oven mitt and then ran into the bedroom in the back at the end of the hall. And she lived there for the next uh, 10, 12 years Hmm. and uh, loved me. Never, never howled at me, never yowled at me, never hissed at me, never bit me, never scratched me. Love that cat. But she hated everyone else. She was like a demon spawn. So yeah, I'll talk about pickles all day, but I, uh, but let's try to keep it toward. I think when people say pickles, I don't think they mean just pickled items. I think they mean pickled cucumbers. Not the the comic strip. Isn't there a comic strip called Pickles? Oh, you know, I think you're right. Why do I? Th- I'm pulling a, like a family comic strip. Like I'm picturing Kinda. a like a brunette lady. As part no, of that's, it. that's the family circus. No, I never think of that. Uh, let me see. Pickles cartoon. But yeah, parameters of the conversation. First of all, parameters of everything. Just because you send us or me or the show, show ideas, we don't have to be on do anything about it, do we? Pickles are good. It's kind of a one-way street, though, because, I mean, you're talking about a, a, a pickled cucumber, right? Now you got your pickles, and most of them are kosher, right? I don't buy anything else but the kosher pickles because some reason, if it's got the word kosher on there, I'm like, oh, this is going to taste way better. Kosher than, dill. Kosher yeah, dill. That's it's going to taste I way do. better than, you know, um, Mikey's Mikey's <laughs> pickles or... Uh, <laughs> Mikey's Billy Ray cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, Billy Ray's pickles. I see a kosher thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, these are going to be good. It's a stamp of approval, is what it is. And, 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 and what I like about that type is that what, what is, what's the other type? There's like a, there's like a butter pickle or something like that. Or, a, yeah. Bread and butter pickle. Bread and there's, butter pickle. If you, spears. If, if you, if you slip me a bread and butter pickle, I will vomit. Not really. Not a big puker, but they taste horrendous. Those bread and butter pickles. I don't know what the the the, the difference is. Hmm. Like, how funny would it be if there? I'm sure there are varietals of pickles. There's blends 
of uh, of cucumber, I should say. There's blends of brine, of pickle juice. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be artisan pickles. There's got to be no. pickle connoisseurs. So this is kind of where I wanted to go with this, right? Because if you're just going to talk about one thing, pickle, the pickle, the pickled cucumber, I'll I'll hit a wall. In fact, I'm probably hitting the wall with the pickle subject right now. But if we want to get into pickled goods, pickled things, cauliflower, carrots, um, onions, whatever you can pickle anything right so that is that it has been a huge movement right now so everybody's getting into the artisan this the artisan that right. we're talking about the artisan coffee the artisan pizza the artisan bread making you got all these artisan pot you know pasta whatever now you got it's like every restaurant here in reno okay all these all these little you know uh, restaurants in in the midtown district you know it's been mm. called the midtown it used to be called downtown reno downtown now it's called Midtown. Mid- Midtown, downtown. Sounds, Midtown sounds like you need a fatter wallet to get into. Exactly, right? So, I mean, all of all of downtown Reno was downtown Reno, but they kind of sliced it up and they go, oh, we'll call it Midtown. Now, <laughs> like you said, it's going to be, yeah, if you go into Midtown, it's going to be three times the price. Right. In, it's it's Midtown prices. Building. It's Midtown yeah. prices. So everywhere you go into these little restaurants, some of them are really good, but they all do their own pickling they all have their own pickles they all make their own slaw you know the the their own uh, right uh, sour, sauerkraut sauerkraut there you go yeah they, they all yep. pickle everything which i love the sauerkraut portion of that movement because it gives birth to a resurgence a, a renaissance if you will of the reuben yeah except there's a place downtown here i'm not going to name any names they are known for their Reuben. I went there and ordered a Reuben. This was maybe a year ago. And what shows up is a Parmesan encrusted Reuben. Oh, I, I didn't ask for that. Yikes. I, I didn't ask for Parmesan encrusted. No. That is what's not a, a Reuben. What's a Reuben? We know what a Reuben is. It's as clear as a BLT. We know what a Reuben is. We understand the rules. Yep. There are you, no whatever whatever Frankenstein's monster you made and handed to me for a lot of money. Yeah, I can't stand that. Parmesan encrusted. Don't doctor. You're messing up with the things. cheese. Yeah. Don't doctor up my things that don't need to be doctored up. We've talked about this time and again. Who are you to think you can improve on the Reuben? Check your privilege yeah. is all I have to say to that chef. Check your privilege. And you know where you're going to find something like that? You're going to find it in Midtown because Midtown they're going to do District. some fresh roasted hatch chilies and they're going to put it on their house-made sauerkraut and they're going to put it on their house-made chipotle aioli thousand island. And <laughs> pretty soon you're like, dude, what is this? Is there, Oh, this is a Reuben. I'm, this is not a Reuben. This is not. This is. I'm this looking is, this at this right now. I can tell you. Reuben. This is a yes. huge monstrosity. With some Reuben aspects included in it. Yeah. You want okay, and I tell the guy, you want to know what a Reuben is? You want I don't even tell him where to go to Bert's Deli down here or this other guy, you know, this other uh deli that makes I I say, you know what? Don't even start here. Don't even start here. Go to Arby's, get their Reuben. That's pretty much what your basic Reuben is. Under, understand the language before you try to discover a new one. Yeah, right. Back to what I was saying before. Perfect your English. If you think your English is perfect, it's not. 
Or you could tell me what a transitive verb is. So uh, perfect that English language, perfect that Reuben experience. Instead of taking a shortcut and saying, oh, Parmesan. Yeah. This Reuben needs a little something. Maybe what that Reuben needed was a better understanding of your part of what to do with these very simple ingredients as far as ratio, as far as sourcing. Maybe, Maybe that's just what it needed. Not you. Parmesan, you son of a bitch. I'm still mad a, a, mere la- a year a later. Road. wants to take you down the road in Italy and say, hey, I'm going to give you this Reuben sandwich, but you're going to go in the Tuscany hillside or wherever the Parmesan comes from, the Reggiano. The Parmesan to Italy, I think, is where it is. There you go. Maybe I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm going to take you on this great tour to get to Parma. Mm-hmm. To Parma, that, I bet you that has something to do with it. To get to Parma, and you know what? You show up with a really crummy sandwich with some Parmesan cheese on it. Forget it. <sighs> anyway. We're talking about pickles, though. Yeah, the pickle yeah. thing. The pickle fuck, thing. fuck, fuck, Midtown. Yeah. And everything that happens down there. But that place, why I mentioned it, they also do a lot of pickling and they do it really well. And pickling is funny because I want to say it's easy, but it's one of those things that you can easily turn into an art. It's imperfectible. You can continue Mm -hmm. to improve on it. And when I was looking at these pickled jars of stuffs, what sprung out at me is somebody back in that kitchen has tremendous knife skills. Mm-hmm. So that's an excellent barometer for your chef. Knife sure. skills, almost up there with how do you cook eggs. But yeah, it, the pickled stuff is excellent, and, and it has a certain old world aesthetic. It does. So like in, in every once in a while, you know, when I'm, when I'm up in Bandon, Oregon, they do like this little farmer's fair, this little farmer's market. And there's this lady that just is all she does is pickle. She pickles okra. She pickles carrots. She pickles garlic. Everything that you think you can pickle. She's a pickle-making fool. Yeah. A pickling She's fool. got the table. She's like, oh, you want to try some of this? You want to try this? You want to try that? You wind up walking away with $50 worth of pickled goods. And you're like, oh, how did this happen? <laughs> and furthermore, what the hell do I do with them? Yeah. yeah. Now you got now you got like your... your um, apocalypse seller and you got all of your pickled goods in there which are you know they they're gonna last forever right oh, they ain't I mean, going anywhere that's the point no. right to pickle and, and and how is that for smoothing for coasting through an apocalypse situation hey. it, 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 somewhere there's a poor slob eating his 18th twinkie of the day and then here there's you living it up artisan style craft style I'm out back. I got my feet propped up. I'm having a cigar. I'm watching the mushroom cloud <laughs> way in the yonder, and I'm eating my pickled mushrooms. Yes. How beautiful is that? Uh, what cigar are you smoking with pickled items, though? I don't know. We're, we're not, I'm not pairing anything. I'm just I'm give, trying to give you a scene, a scenario of me, of me with my feet propped up, the nuclear mushroom cloud way off. In I, the I, 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 see I, I see you on one of those large, uh, colorful webbed, like beach chairs, like the lounge mm-hmm. chairs. Right. From like the 80s or 90s or whenever that was from. Yeah. J- just like sitting there with the adjustable leg yep. height. 
yep. you know, in the adjustable yep. lean back. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can and see that. Pickle, for some, and for some reason, you're also wearing that uh, that shaded brim hat that uh, they put on Hunter S. Thompson for, uh, for, yeah, like for a, Johnny like Depp's go at him. Bucket hat or a, a, a Lahinch hat. You're, you're wearing some kind of funky hat, some kind of funky headwear. Not a baseball hat, like a bucket hat or like a, yeah, it's a, you, and a Hawaiian shirt, an Aloha shirt. And and uh, you're just out there. No, I kind of got out of the, I kind of got out of the Hawaiian shirt. Maybe shirt a thing. bowling shirt. Uh, maybe a bowling shirt. My bowling shirt, Hawaiian shirt thing was way, way back in the day. I mean, my, my, of those. Yeah, mine was, anyway. mine was back when I was probably too young to be doing that. It was like I was doing it ironically. I, I yeah, had a couple of bowling too. shirts and a couple of Aloha shirts. And I don't mean Aloha shirts like Walmart shirts. I mean, I mean like I hit up vintage shops and got like these old. No, so did I. I did the same uh, thing. I spent a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day I was just like, you know what? I'm done. It was just over. Yeah. It didn't take very long. I was just like, I don't want to wear that. I don't want to look like that. And then I almost felt like bad in retrospect, you know, retroactively. Like, man, I looked like that, huh? I sh- I showed up to places as so, that guy. So the wife and I, a couple nights back, um, we wanted to go to this uh, restaurant with this guy, this guy by the name of Mark Esty. He's got several restaurants in Reno. He's originally mm-hmm. from somewhere else. But anyway, he's kind of kind of made this whole restaurant scene in uh, Reno, Carson Valley, whatever. So he is, he's got his own show on the food network. And I think oh. it's called, I don't know. It's called uh, undercover chef. Anyways. Good. Okay. You know, local kid makes, you know, makes good, whatever. Right. You know, yeah, good for yeah. him. So anyways, we go into one of his restaurants. It's uh, Lupo Cucina, you know, it's Italian food as you can imagine. So anyways, we sit down and um, my wife orders a dish and it comes out with these mushrooms. I'm like, oh, those look pretty dear because they're really, really dark. And I'm like, wow, man, you know, those, those look really, really good. Hmm. And she's like, wow, yeah, I don't, I don't like them. And I'm like, really? What's wrong? So I take a bite of this mushroom <laughs> and I look at the menu and it was brined, aka pickled, pickled. in, um, what the hell is that? A balsamic vinegar, balsamic vinaigrette, balsamic vinegar. So they're they're that like really, really dark, that, almost borderline. Is that pickle or marinade? Is isn't that two well, different? It tasted like it tasted like a pickled. Um, it tasted like a pickled mushroom, right? Because it still has that vinegary snap bite or whatever. But it, right, that... it was, yeah. But it had that flavor of um, uh, what did I just say? The thing it was made in. I, I wasn't listening. Yeah, the, it, it, yeah. The so balsamic anyway, vinaigrette. Balsamic, the... balsamic vinegar, and I'm like, oh, just it's odd, right? It's really odd. I mean, mm. it's a pickled thing, and they cooked it decided... with it. They cooked it with other like it, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that plays well with other things. Nah, and it and it really didn't. It was kind of it kind of sat on the dish by itself. It looked odd. I mean, there were these this huge pile of like the I'm I'm imagining they they used they were button mushrooms, you know. At one time, so not even fancy mushrooms. No, they were just they were right, but they were big and they were just I mean completely soaked in all of the uh, balsamic. I'm thinking, you know, like there's that old adage: people eat with their eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that eyeful is a lot to get over. 
Well, it was, like, and it just uh, really kind of didn't make any sense. Look, I get where he was going. I mean, you know, everybody's got to try. And well, what was the actual dish? What was the actual dish? It was a uh, it was a piccata dish, which yeah, is even which is even that, way more uh, odd because oh. you're putting this this briny smacky thing with like this, you know, and then this was kind of like a piccata with like, it was a cream base. I don't make a piccata with any cream or any dairy. Mm. It, well, I do with the butter, you know, but it's basically right. chicken stock, uh, yeah. butter, capers. And then, and then it thickens up from the cutlet, right? You get, you get the Ooh. gravy from the cutlet and that's it. You finish right. with a little bit of lemon. Very simple. This was kind of like a cream based sauce. And it's kind of thick. And then all of a sudden, like the counterpoint of of this this piccata with the, with these, it was just it was very odd, very so. Very so so odd. I do I do see an attempted balance or the attempted balance there because if you're introducing this heavy, cre- this creaminess, you want to also give a little bit of a sharpness, you know. And I kind of get that, but it also seems like you kind of whoever put that together backed themselves into a corner where they had to oh, fight their way out of it, y- you know. Right. Not my favorite thing. And it was, it, it should have almost been in out the granted they were warm. Right. So they could have been poached. They could have been in like a, uh, 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 something that, you know, kept them warm or, you know, what do they, what do you do when like you, you do it with the garlic and the oil that what's what's that called? You know, I, I, I don't know. Just, the, the garlic anyway. So yeah, it, it could, it could have been it, like, it, same it, thing. it, it sounds weird. It just sounds weird. Yeah. It was like, a, it was like putting your mushrooms in like a potpourri thing on the oven top. It, it it's something that should have went more with the charcuterie, I think, rather than like. I don't know that. Like I, I have, I haven't seen it, and it I, haven't, odd. I, I haven't checked your Instagram in a while. I'm sure you posted pictures of it to your Instagram, like any good it Instagrammer was just would. Completely odd. But the, uh, the the way it looks in my mind's eye is almost insurmountable. Mm-hmm. It, 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 so what I'm saying is, I don't think anything could taste good enough to look like that no it just they, they were like these midnight midnight black mushrooms it's like it's like a, it's, it's like turds dropped on a section of your plate i mean i hate to say it but you you figure you're going to pick this mushroom up and you were going to eat it and it was going to be it was going to have like that meatiness that you know that that earthy meatiness that a mushroom is going to have you too, know to go too, along it, with this? Too, it, the whole plate smacks with too much hand too, yeah. he- too heavy-handed. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm Look gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this dish that's not universally seen as a creamy dish, creamy. But then I have to balance it with a little bit of smackery. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, oh, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it talk about effort. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, too much like, effort. Stop, stop trying too hard. Exactly. Too hard. Just, just highlight what the thing. Get it right. Get the dish right, yeah. and then you don't have to wobble around compensating and overcompensating and over overcompensating. Yeah. Don't put my pickled goods on essentially what is a comfort food dish thing. I mean that thing should be over there with the charcuterie. It should have been with the first course, right? With the with the salamis, exactly. And, you know, Exa- yeah. I, I don't. And the I'm, cheese. I'm, I'm 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 sorry you had that negative experience. No, it wasn't negative. It was just like I, it was a head scratching moment. It's like because sometimes, okay, you know, you go to these restaurants. And buy, wow, I never would have thought of that. That works great. More often times than not, when these kids, when they don't know, they say, okay, they watch these. It's like, oh well, you know, American comfort food is boring. You know, I'm going to soup it up. Or, well, that's the I'm point. Gonna, 
I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make German food. I'm gonna make traditional German food, but with a twist. <laughs> or I'm gonna do you know. Come, I mean, come on, come on. Just like get like you said before. Get the basics right. Get the standards right. Know the rules before the you rules. break them. Taste your food for crying out loud before it goes out. Right, right, and uh, yeah, just focus on the details of the situation instead of trying to change or alter the situation. Yeah, I'm going to be so different that everybody's going to come to me in in droves because I do odd things. Right, but but really, some of what we're discussing here is the reason why people like to dine in those environs. Because if you just want to play it safe, if you want to grab your grub, you go to an Applebee's. You go to Lubby's. But when you want to explore cuisine, you go to situations like that, and they're not always the most positive. But that's part of the charm of it. That's part of the experience of it. When you go to an art gallery, you don't like every piece of crap painting on the wall. Hit or miss. You know, and that's what you're, you know, you're paying for the miss as much as the hit. It's all subjective. Somewhat. Somewhat. I uh, I imagine, I imagine there was somebody in that restaurant that sat down and ate that freak of a mushroom and said, you know what, what, honey, this is like the greatest thing I've ever had with the chicken piccata. This is the best. With my creamy chicken piccata. Yeah. (sighs) You know, more power to them. Maybe they left with a bucket of this stuff. I mean, chicken and mushrooms. I mean, it's a, that's like peanut butter and jelly, right? You make right, a chicken right, dish, right. you almost have to put the mushrooms in there. So it's like chicken and mushrooms. Yeah, chicken piccata. Right. We got to right. have the mushrooms. Let's, uh, okay, let's brine them in battery acid. <laughs> so, we could, so we could peer around the corner. I want them to watch- look like I pulled yeah. them out of the compost heap when they're yeah. done. No, I just want, I want that. I want to do them in battery acid. And then I want to turn around the corner and then I want to see these people eat them and watch their face turn into jelly and gelatin and melt off their skull because it was disgusting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But you know, you, you, you buy the ticket, you take the ride. Right. Right. Didn't you love know. it, but didn't hate it. There you go. Won't there order it go. again. No, I, 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 I could have guessed that, and but you will keep, go, but you will go back there. It didn't turn back. you off keep, to the, to the joint. Won't keep me, won't keep me from going back. Just got to be careful. You got to be like, is anything, uh, is anything in this dish terrible? I have to, when ask you order questions, right. You, you need, to you need to be a more informed right. consumer. Well, you don't want to walk in and be the jerk and say, oh, chicken and mushrooms. How do you do the mushrooms? You know, because then you're going to get the guy staring down, you know, gaping mouth open. How do we cook the mushrooms? We cook them. We cook over, them in the butter heat? over, over heat. Over, right. Right. How, do you, how do you cook mushrooms? Yeah. Right. But yeah. you, you, so, so you, you're like real reluctant to say, hey, the mushrooms, what's going on with the mushrooms? I wish I would have asked that question because you know what? They probably would have had an answer for me rather than looking at me like I'm growing two heads. Right. Oh, well, we but do but our mushrooms you, a little But different. how are you supposed to know? The only reason why they would have an answer for you is if it's so outlandish. How are you right. supposed to handicap it How being outlandish? It's right. a coin toss. Right. By the way, what do you put on your peanut butter and jelly? Nobody asks that. You want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? It's right there. BLT, it's right there. Yeah. Parmesan encrusted Reuben. Forget How it. am I supposed to ask that? By the way, there's only that one kind of cheese on it, right? You don't put Parmesan my, on, right. on my Reuben, right? How does Listen, my Reuben... 
how does my Reuben come? <laughs> no, you should already you should already know how. How does how okay? How are you going to make that Reuben? Are you right. going to make it like a Reuben? Or, you or like, make or it like, like an abomination? Yeah. Which, which 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 is it? Is it a Reuben or something I'm going to throw across the room when you hand it to me? Well, that's it. You know, and then if, okay, so if you ask, okay, because look, you know, if you walk into any deli and you say, hey, how do you make that Reuben? They're going to look at you like, get the hell out of here. When did your, when did your, yeah, when did right. your alien craft land? Yeah. Are you from Kansas? Where the hell are you from? Are you from Nova Scotia? I mean, it's a Reuben. It's a Reuben. It's just uh, what's on a BLT. But right. but then again, if you go, if you say what's it be on a BLT, and you go to the Cornbread Cafe downtown, or maybe Midtown, Eugene, Oregon, it's not going to be bacon. You might not know you stumbled into a vegan cafeteria. I don't know. I be so, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I, I mean, I, it's it's bad. But uh, we're running out the of guy, time. Here. Did, did we out. cover the pickles enough? We like, did. do we are, are we beholden at all to like re- listener requests like that? That was a good one. I'm still angry about this, Ruben. I want to I want to throw it against the wall. I uh, like, I want to hold it in front of this guy and go, "What are you, some kind of an asshole? What is this? No, this you, is not you a just, Ruben. You hold up the plate, and in your other hand, you have a rolled up newspaper, and you smack him across the bridge of his nose, and you go, "No, no, 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 no. Look at this. No, look what you no." That's what you do. I'm going to let you go. Amazing. I I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.